And this next episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped. It's a new year and, uh, you know, a lot of us are having our new year resolutions and we're probably a month in. Well, I think a lot of people, it's time for you guys to bring the sexy back in 2022 and step up your game with Manscaped's new performance package 4.0. And how many, you know, how many people have actually taken up this challenge already? 4 million men worldwide. They use Manscaped to help them be as sexy as they can in this new year. So for you, Harish, how, how has Manscaped helped, helped you out? Uh, the last time we worked with Manscaped, you know, they, they gave us their uh, one of their flagship products, the Lawnmower 4.0. And I actually tested it on my own uh, uh, crown jewels. Uh, and I was mm. surprised by how easy it was to use and how close the shave was. Like, not not kidding okay so so mm. i know like people rarely talk about trimming their their the jewels but the product was good and as part of this performance package 4.0 right it includes mm. not just the lawnmower 4.0 but also mm. the weed whacker which is your ear and nose hair trimmer but interestingly yeah. it includes the crop preserver which is a anti chaffing ball deodorant so you put it uh. on your on your balls it prevents the chaffing especially after you shave the crop reviver which is a ball spray toner a uh, ball spray toner the magic mat which is a disposable shaving mat and it also comes with like a travel bag and manscape boxes like anti-chaffing mm. boxes. So, mm. so so it makes like a very nice gift as well, right? Yeah, and, and yeah, this is not just for, for guys who want to buy it for themselves. For partners of guys, it mm. does make for a nice gift, especially with like, um, you know, the new year. If you know someone who maybe hasn't gotten their resolutions in order, why not get them to try and be a little more hairless down there? Uh, if, they, mm. if, they, if they like, you know, uh, just try something new. So as mentioned, uh, we have a special offer for our listeners. Uh, you'll get 20% off and free shipping if you use the code YLB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Don't forget to use the code YLB. So don't have any regrets this year. Feel like a new man. Feel like a sexy new you. Thanks to our friends at Manscaped. And now, on to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the touchiest, buzziest topics with a with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor, man. Good old humor. I just realized I said touch twice in the in the intro, man. Is that thing? I don't know why. Uh, yeah, because I guess the topics are uh, about touching. <laughs> the or topics, touchy. Yeah. touchy topics. One of the topics, uh, yeah, one, one of, of the, the topics, topics at least. Is about one touching, of the topics at least. Yeah. Yeah. It's very but, touching but yeah. and it's about touching. Right. Uh don't know whether it's touching as a topic, but there's definitely yeah. some alleged touching involved. Yes, yes, yes. Um or or misrepresented. Misrepresented yes. touching. I love the the like yeah, this week is like triple entendres that we're dealing with. Boy, yeah. Touchy else, topics eh? about touching that from a touching video, you know. From a touching video, I guess yeah. that's what's debatable, Ukraine, whether yeah. it was a touching video or not. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we are, we are jumping, yeah. jumping way ahead of ourselves, man. Yes, yes, yes. Way ahead. But um, regardless... But uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, regardless, uh, what, what, what were you going to jump into? I was going to say, yeah, why don't we, uh, we, we... We always start with a plug, right? Of, of, yes. Of our... our Basically, some one of our... Main things are our social media or our podcast or or anything. What is mm. our plug this week? Uh? Um, our plug this week. Uh, uh, let's say our Instagram, man. 
Yeah, I think it's a. I think we just had a realization that our Instagram presence has been very, very, very wanting in the last few months, lah. Right. Uh, I think up and down, up and down, up and down. It's yeah, been yeah, yeah. Up and down. Yeah. Uh, but especially so because like like we literally like right now you can go on the Me Watch, you can pay some money, and you can literally watch our new sci-fi comedy series on Versantam already, lah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't have a premium account you can also wait a few days and over Chinese New Year break or what you can actually see it on the 2nd of February as well yeah uh, but if, if if even even that is difficult for you because you I don't know you don't like local content or whatever you can still see a lot of funny things that we've posted about the series on our Instagram right mm-hmm. yeah exactly and I mean we do have some of the stars from the show coming onto our podcast and we will be talking about the podcast the, the show more when it's available to everyone mm. but just touching on the instagram part i think i think yeah that's one of the the things that for for us we want to do more of i mean the past weekend right i just posted on linkedin i posted on instagram about our uh, live show i posted on our mof facebook and yeah we just we just want to want to up the game lah because i think it's partly because how people responded to the live show and they were enjoying the stories we were recording backstage you know we're like oh shit yeah people yeah. people want to see more of this so so yeah we we we're, we're going to Try and do more of that. I think, um, point, and if we don't, point. it yeah. was it's not it's not like some cynical attempt to just you know take money from people and all that, lah, right? Uh, yeah, or, or just to try and uh, yeah, lah, still still like like get popular on, on Instagram, whatever. Because we already have the tick. We don't even need we don't even need need more numbers, lah, right? Uh so you're saying people only get numbers to get the tick, is it? I mean, people they 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 like. Have they want they like? There's a lot of people who really want a blue tick, and a blue tick. They is want like, the tick, eh? for, for us, we were like given a blue tick without even asking for it. So it was pretty. That was pretty cool. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, for us, it's just like how do we use it to get closer to you guys, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And um, but uh, yeah. It's also just to let people know what we're what we're up to, la, Right. Mm. Because uh, I think it's also it's just it's fun. Like I'm finding it fun. Like even mm. posting on LinkedIn, no, mm. I I don't think I hope it didn't come across as a humble brag, but yeah. I did share uh photos and the story of our live show and how it came about, Yeah. yeah um. Right. And so far, I've been getting those LinkedIn likes, man. LinkedIn likes. Uh. LinkedIn likes. Wow. LinkedIn likes. Yeah. Like those those are the humble brag, the fellow humble yeah, braggers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fellow <laughs> humble braggers. Yeah. All humble bragging together. Yeah. All tugging at each other's uh humble brag. Humble uh, appendages, yeah. yeah. Humble back strings, yeah. Humble back strings. Humble, <laughs> humble back strings. Correct, yeah. correct. Humble back strings. Yeah, man. Strings. But yeah, so I mm. mean, now that we've done the the plug, actually t- today is an exciting podcast. La. I'm looking forward to it. Because uh, mm. we got two very big announcements that came out the last couple of days. Uh, yeah. That are worth discussing. Hot off the press. Yeah. Hot off the press. And what yeah. are these announcements? What's the first announcement, uh, at least? The first announcement is that the hotly contested issue of whether or not Singapore is going to continue our contract with Formula One uh, mm. to continue to host the night race in Singapore um, has been has been answered, answered la, the, the mystery. Yeah. Because and not just answered, but emphatically answered, la, right? Yeah, hammered home. Hammered home, yeah. Um, yeah, because... It was announced that a new contract has been signed mm. that is not four years long, not five years long, but mm. seven years. Seven. Wow. It's the longest. Seven. 
is the longest extension uh, taken by Singapore and F1 uh, forever la, since F1 started happening in 2008. It's a big vote of confidence, la, right? For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I think the, the big vote of confidence, you can you can kind of logically reach that, that sort of conclusion. But when you first saw this, because this is not the first time we're talking about this F1, I can't even mm. remember what our perspectives were the last time when we spoke about whether it should be renewed, whether it should not be renewed. Because... The last time it was held in Singapore was 2019. Mm. 2020, 2021 got cancelled because of the pandemic. Um, I think it was a debate last year whether or not F1 would go through, right? That's what we covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, uh, no, it was... Yeah. Uh, we, we had a couple of these and uh, our perspectives yeah. just, changed yeah. depending on uh, the COVID situation in Singapore. Yeah, let, let, let me just see. It was episodes... Ah... Uh, Two three three, which mm. was where uh, it was. Uh, we talked about the Minister of Transport S Iswaran, who recently revealed at that point that Singapore was in talks to continue the F1 night race. Mm. Uh, it was not not fully sure yet. Uh, and episode one six five, where we were talking about whether Singapore should cancel the F1. Mm. This was back one six five was back in June twenty twenty one. November 2021 was the talk about whether or not Singapore should extend it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But so, now they've so it, gone ahead and just gone like seven years, man. Seven, seven years. years, no. Wow. Seven years. I know so marriages saw, that don't even last that long, so it's like, wow. That's it's a, a, a seven-year each. La. Yeah. After that, you got the seven-year each. <laughs> big commitment, uh, big commitment, seven years. Right. But when yeah. you saw the headline, what was your thoughts, uh? Uh, I think uh, the first thing I, w- I think we already predicted it and saw it coming already. Uh, just mm. just based on did we or not? Did we? We or did. Not? We did. We did. I, I was quite. I, I quite distinctly remember we were like Singapore is uh, basically we lost a lot of bargaining power because you know COVID started hitting our shores again with the KTV and 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 the you know drunk fishery thing and all and uh, yeah just just so we went back to lockdown mode and. And and we were seeing the rest of the world just opening up, and we were like, "Oh God, we're we're sort of losing our position as like a tourist destination and all that, lah." But I think where we maybe deferred was that I think if I recall, I said that I hope that we can find something else and move on from F one, lah. Mm-hmm. No, I think initially, I initially we were thinking that way. Oh yeah, uh, that was the first one. Yeah, we yeah, were like, right, "Oh, you right. know, Singapore is doing well with fighting COVID." Right? Near COVID zero, we're doing well. So, why do we even need? Oh, yeah. Why do we even need F one, yo? And after that, KTV yeah. and everything happened. They were like, oh yeah, yeah actually, yeah, we sorry, we need F one. <laughs> oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, one six five. I think where we had some optimism left lah. By right. November, where we had everything beaten out of us, yeah. we we're like, just fucking that F one, please, yeah. please. Yeah. We want to suckle on the nipples of F one yeah. for the juicy, uh, economic milk lah. Yeah, and it just, I guess we were all like just so. Sick and tired of the the restrictions already like, by that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is true. That mm. is true. Okay. So so yeah, when you when you saw this, were you like fucking fist punching in the air and jumping for joy? Um I wasn't jumping for joy, la, but I did already start hearing like like uh, I think I mentioned to you separately that I did start hearing that like one FC was already pushing for a full indoor stadium event uh, coming for... Uh, and they were gunning for March 2026 20, or something. So mm. if that was really happening, if that has already been announced and they're already selling tickets for a late March event, I don't see why 
yeah, F1 wouldn't happen this year, like in September, October, lor. Yeah. Mm. I would say yeah. that. What? what? Go on. No, no, I mean, the, the numbers for, I mean, the numbers of the Omicron variant and everything are going crazy right now. Uh, yeah. But it seems like we're starting to make long-term plans that sort of just assume that, you know, uh, COVID is, is here to stay. Lah. Mm. So, so when, yeah, when I first saw this, I was like, oh, that's that's surprising. Mm. Um, because, I mean, seven years, it, it, it's it's a lot. Like, it's not even like, okay, let's trial it for two years. Mm. It's like, you know, you're on the cusp of breaking up with your partner and then mm. you're like, uh, I don't know, you know, maybe I should move on, maybe I should do this. Wedding and ring. boom. fucking propose propose get down on one knee propose uh, and seven years so uh, I was like okay then I started thinking about it and I think actually uh, it's it's great that it's seven years not so much because like oh uh, I don't mind the the congestion on traffic and all that kind of stuff because it is really a a sign like um, I think even in the statement, Is- Isuran said that uh, last year there were a few races happening happened behind closed doors, but mm. uh, for the ones elsewhere in Europe, they were done in front of like almost full houses, mm, mm. So, so hearing that sort of sentiment makes me feel like okay, uh, that is still the expectation of F one. We are not moving into like uh, the F one pandemic version, you know, uh, or endemic endemic version where everything is socially distanced. Yeah. If the goal is to get to full houses, it means that oh, yeah, like um. There are plans, lah. You know, there are plans, yeah. and it's gonna be harder for for the government to reverse when there's uh, numbers at play, lah. You know, because I think right. one of the things is like, okay, you want to prioritize um, this over the economy and all, but now when it's come out to the world saying, you know what, fucking all you other countries look at us, Singapore, seven years. That means by October this year, which is the planned mm. timeline for this year's event, right? Mm. We will be, we'll be, we'll be good to go, lah. September thirtieth yeah. to October second. So I thought, I thought, hey, that's actually quite encouraging. Uh, encouraging in the sense that you you feel like that's a long term plan for Singapore moving out of COVID, yeah. Really, lah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everything this past few months has been like, uh, especially yeah, last year I think when we recorded episode uh, one six five in June, we were like, you know what, we are on the tail end. Yeah. Wow, this year Christmas, New Year, <laughs> Christmas came. Oh, yeah. Everyone is just like fucking just nothing has changed. Yeah. So it feels like okay lah, like like there's some positive sign lah. Yeah. Don't you don't you feel that people now you tell them the number of cases they barely bat an eyelid. Yeah, that's why, huh? Right. 6,000, okay, lor. Okay, lor. 6,000, Or oh, my okay, cousin lor. got COVID, oh, okay, lor. My, you know, my neighbor <laughs> got COVID, oh, okay, lor. <laughs> like, like, back then, remember there was a point when, like, every day the case numbers, we were like, oh, fuck, we got to, we got to get that R below one and everything. Yeah. Yeah. We're, and we're now, I, om- I, I almost get the feel, I don't know whether it's my mind or subconscious playing tricks on me, it's like, people are actually, like, wanting to get COVID sooner and get yeah, it over get with and with. move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, not me, like, not I, me. I'm still I'm still I'm still trying to avoid it as much as I can. Because yeah. because you have a kid, lah, right? Mm, correct, correct. Yeah. Yeah. But if you imagine people like um in fact like like right now, I mean this weekend my mom is returning from her trip. Mm. So uh, I've been living with my fiance. So it, it it feels like okay, if we I know it's a morbid thought uh, and I'm not trivializing the fact that people are still like losing their lives through COVID. Mm. I'm just saying that that's what I felt. I'm like, oh shit, would it be better if we just get it over and done with? And I'm mm. sure there are other people out there. Like, I've heard, I can't remember which country, but people are organizing like COVID retreats where mm. one person has COVID, <laughs> they gather a few friends, they go camping, yeah. all get COVID, <laughs> and then they come back 
just to avoid the vaccine. Mm, yeah. Well, we're not endorsing that, but, but I think... Yeah, we're not endorsing that. Because at, at yeah. the end of the day, people react very differently to COVID. La. That's, that's the only certainty that, that I know. Is that mm. you, can't, you can't blanket say that, you know, it's going to be okay for everyone. Because yeah, even the vaccine also, people react so differently to it, la, right? Dude, I got my booster this past weekend. I still got a headache. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because why. You went I still to mix it. You went to Yuan Yang your booster, your booster and your vaccine. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I don't know. Yeah, this headache. Uh. like uh, maybe yeah. I I have no idea, but but yeah. Uh, we're not endorsing any yeah, behavior with yeah. regards to COVID at all. Yeah. It's just the sentiment, like what you say, like it's different yeah. now. Six thousand cases is like okay. We are. We're not even close to where we expect yeah. to go to fifteen thousand lah. But but uh, um, one interesting uh, thing I did go and look up was like the Formula One Reddit lah, like how mm. people are reacting to the news. Uh, mm. and uh, generally it was a, uh, I think a lot of people were uh, seem to be positive about it because they said so you're that saying Formula One Reddit, not Singapore Reddit, Formula no, One Singapore Reddit. Right? So like these are Formula One fans, uh, you know, who mm. on the internet and posting comments and all. Uh, the general sentiment I get is that, yeah they they do find that the Singapore GP is a very unique is a very unique stop la, for the F one race. Uh, mm. it, it definitely doesn't have the glitz and glamour of Monaco. But that Monaco is more because if you live there or you are there, if you are there, more likely than not you are like you know uh higher income and you are attending yacht parties and all these things la. Yeah. Uh, whereas Singapore is like a lot of people travel through Singapore, you know. And yeah. uh, it's 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 a place where people come, and during F one, it's a place where people come to party, to attend concerts and things like that. So, uh, in that sense, they enjoy the atmosphere. The race itself isn't that that outstanding because of the just the layout of the place, but mm. but also because apparently, uh, we are getting rid of the grandstand and changing into the NS square. Uh, there might be they might get rid of this really notorious uh. Four ninety degree turn corner and between turns sixteen to nineteen, and uh, apparently if you're a fan of F one, that's very exciting lah. Where they get rid of and these corner turns ah. Oh, I see. So, so wait, what, what NS square? Oh, MS square or no, NS no, no. square? No, no, no. NS. Remember the Marina Bay floating platform. Yeah. Then because of that floating platform, there's a grandstand area where the cars had to go around the grandstand, so they mm-hmm. had to negotiate four ninety degree turns around there lah. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but I was saying that the NS area, that that's the floating platform. That's yeah, the yeah. name of the floating platform. No, that's, yeah. So by I think it was announced one or two years ago where they were going to get rid of that the floating platform. Or at least they're going to rename the floating platform the NS Square, and oh. they're going to use it for like you know POP parades and 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 other National Day parades kind of thing lah. But see, they I would see. be getting rid of I think that grandstand area as well. So by getting rid of the grandstand area, I think that get gets rid of uh these four 90 degree turns where the cars basically, uh, you know, like they have to slow down and they can't overtake each other and everything. Oh, okay. So okay, there okay. is some excitement as well, uh, you know, that by the time the, you know, the next couple races, it might still be around, but after that, once they get rid of that, that grandstand area, then it becomes like, uh, I think the cars can try to overtake each other on that long stretch already. Yeah. I see, I see, I see. Mm, oh, so, so, that's cool, but but I mean, even when it was being debated whether or not Singapore should renew that F one thread, I remember people hoping that it would like just because visually it is something quite different, like as a night correct, race, correct. La, right? Yeah, yeah. There were yeah, there was also talk that yes, the Singapore night race is the only one that uh, watching it on TV is as impressive as like being there itself, lah. 
Mm. Or even more, even more impressive than being even there. Even more impressive. Because yeah. you get to see the skylines and all these things. Uh. And the drone shots and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so on Singapore Reddit, uh, there were some people saying, oh, you know, the flip-flopping, flip-flopping again. But there were also people pointing out that, yo, like, what other clearer statement uh, of, okay, um, optimism can you ask for? Mm. It's not say, you know, this year's NDP is going ahead. People are like, ah, fuck that. <laughs> la, <you know? laughs> yeah. The next seven years, we'll have outdoor NDP. You're like, yeah, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. Um, but this one is like, it, it, because it's, it's if you imagine, we don't have something outside of F1 where it, it really, really get a global audience. Mm. And one thing that people, I think, all around the world have noticed when you watch football games abroad is like, oh shit, other countries are opening up. Mm, like, mm, yeah. that country must be doing okay. Yeah. Um, because, because I think one article that I saw trending also uh, from Reuters, okay, mm. not Reuters, Reuters, mm. um, is that it was a write-up on how expats are just leaving Singapore by the, by the, by the droves. Mm. And the percentage of like um, the S, the, the, the pa- em- employment passes and visas and, and all that is dipping. Mm. So you can imagine from the global perspective, there's also a, an incentive to make Singapore get back its global status, like, especially with all the yeah. startups coming to Singapore. You want, you want foreign talent. La, yeah. Right? Yeah. So if someone's watching F1 and then they see Singapore like full on um, like oh stadiums especially at, by the end of this year who knows what other countries might be what shape they might be in mm. it's almost like mm. saying yo world look at us we were tight last time but now we're opening yeah. up man actually the, the, but the one thing I wanted to to uh, find out was is Singapore Airlines still sponsoring F1 oh that's that's up for debate yeah. because their sponsorship ended uh, last year I believe yeah because I mean airlines haven't been doing as well right the yeah that's during right. pandemic whereas there's a lot of other businesses like I don't know Sheng Xiong or, or Crypto.com can you sponsor. imagine <laughs> is, if Sheng Xiong becomes the title sponsor oh, of F1 or not the Sheng Xiong GP oh. Sheng Xiong <laughs> Singapore GP <laughs> wow that would be fantastic oh man. my god they're like Sheng Xiong plastic bags all <laughs> over the people walking like the goodie bag right yeah, is given in a Sheng Xiong plastic bag <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, there was, there was, there's no grander statement of Singapore or getting, getting back on the global stage than having renaming yeah. it Sheng Xiong Singapore GP. <laughs> Sheng, Sheng, it'll be like a, a tongue twister for the, for the commentators also. Yeah, the Welcome Sheng to the Sheng Xiong Singapore GP. Yeah. Um, of course, you'll get a bunch of people saying, wait, is it Singapore? Is Singapore in China or shit like that? <laughs> um, and then they'll name a couple Sheng of the turns Xiong. where he's, they're negotiating the Sheng Xiong turn. Where yeah, along the way you can pick up you can you can pick up a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, they're like because normally in the, in like in between the the race the, some of the events they have these charity races and all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then maybe you know like they'll see like how like which car can stuff the most Shing Shong bags inside and still race around <laughs> the circuit lah. Yeah, that'll be fantastic. <laughs> okay, okay but, but it wouldn't be just Shing Shong lah. There's there's also I mean obviously there's you know like the I don't know Titan. I don't know, Secret Lab or something. Secret Lab. Secret Lab. Or Razor. You know, F1. Razor. Nah, Razor F1, you know. What uh, other big companies are there? Shopback. Uh, uh, Shopback I don't think Shopback, I don't yeah. think Shopback can afford yet. Actually, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I, mean, I think it has Carousel. to be a Singapore company with global footprint that yeah. you know, has done well in the pandemic. We should, we should Carousel. 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 <laughs> Carousel. Carousel. Yeah, like buy your secondhand F1, F1 cars. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm hoping for Shake Shong, man. Come on, yeah, Shake Shong. 
Sheng Shong, step right. it up, Sheng Shong. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean if, dope, if, if tickets go on sale, uh you think you think you'd be you'd be interested to go and check it out? I mean, I'll be more interested in the concerts, lah. In the concerts, mm. um, and I think that's what they are also banking on. Like, if things can open up, when was the last concert people can go to in Singapore? Like, like I think ticket sales would probably do f- very well, man. Would you get? Yeah. Would you get tickets? I mean, yeah, it depends on the concerts. But uh, but to answer your question, I think JJ Lin performed yeah. at MBS. You know, uh, to in front a, of like, two thousand people, or two thousand right? people. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that was like the last big ish concert, lah, in Singapore. Mm. Yeah. I mean, another interesting thing is also that um, what as the, is claimed is that STB and Singapore GP will work together to reduce the carbon footprint of the Singapore race uh, with Formula One themselves aiming to be a net zero sport by 2030. Wow. Net that's zero, no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's tough, man. So, I mean, I don't think you're going to get electric um, uh, F1 cars. Like. It's just they will buy carbon offsets or something because like, yeah. then you can still get net zero. Yeah. Wow. But that's but that's interesting, ah, uh. interesting, ah. Uh. Mm, yeah, so so I'm guessing that generally the the sentiments towards this is like it's a good thing, lah. Like, because I can't imagine people saying, "Hey, no lah, like, let's find something else." What else you want to bring? Yeah. What else you want to bring? Yeah, yeah. At this point, at this point, we just need to get Singapore back on the the calendar, lah. Right? Like. Yeah. Like the you know the annual trip to to Singapore that probably some business people would plan around the F one re- uh, season. Yeah, la, so that's, that's the thing. La, like Formula 1 will be carbon neutral, uh, will mm. be net <laughs> net zero, but everything else around it will be fucking carbon sinks, man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. But but interesting. La, like, I bet Iswaran going to have a good weekend. La. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other thing also, I guess, is like the seventh year thing also kind of brings F1 uh, even beyond the next election already, la, right? So mm. it's not even going to be a... It's not even going to be a talking point during the next election because... I think the next election cycle is twenty twenty five or something. So, mm. but in, by by then you're just like okay, it's just you know, like F one's happening. It's not it's not up for discussion. You know, I'm I'm guessing that the businesses that uh, tend to be involved with F one because they're probably a shit ton, right? I hope I hope this also means that there's a some light at the end of the tunnel for them, lah. Because I can imagine mm. like some mm. events, companies, and all F one being a huge thing where you almost plan your business around. Yeah, but can right. you imagine like our own, we we can't possibly have the ten thirty curfew when F one is on, right? <laughs> <laughs> the race barely even ends by by like ten plus, I think. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh. Yeah, like if the race the race there are still cars around the lap at ten fifteen, you get like the safety ambassador vehicle <laughs> stopping the race. Yeah. Go, so Please go back up, yeah. Please back up. Stop serving alcohol. <laughs> Everyone yeah. put down your alcohol now. Wow. They just unleash the army of social distancing ambassadors on the crowd, on the yeah, cars. Yeah. Wow. Wow, lao eh. There'll be riots, I think, if that's the case. Maybe even amongst the social distancing ambassadors, they're like, okay, now they have a new mission. Uh, the cream of the crop would mm. be would be assigned to uh, the night race. <laughs> la. So then there's this, this battle in between uh, from now and then yeah. for the safety yeah. I mean, distancing ambassadors to prove themselves. Uh. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I think I think it'd be it'd be quite interesting to see how they try to maintain safety distancing or social distancing during the during the F one, especially during the concerts and all that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, but that's where with the concerts also normally you get also get Singapore musicians performing, right? Yeah, yeah. There are multiple So stages, I think that, that's you know? pretty pretty cool, man. Maybe we do live podcast recording. Just <laughs> putting ourselves yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah that's, why that's... watch 
why watch good-looking singers uh, gyrate to their own songs uh, when you can come watch two yeah. of us sit at a table and stare at you while talking? <laughs> hey, never say never, man. I mean, I, I did attend, a, 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 what do you call it? A, um, you know those guys who read poetry very aggressively? Yeah. yeah. Poetry yeah. slam. No, no, not poetry slam. Like they Spoken word, spoken word, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I, I saw a spoken word artist at the F1 before. Oh, he, really? They, yeah, they flew him in from London and everything. Hey, actually, there'll be dopes. Yeah, we just like sit down up up somewhere, and then we can podcast like the like the whole time and just mm. judge everyone who's walking past. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. give like commentary la. So if you're walking around the F one, you can tune into our live podcast. Mm. If you're at home, wow. you know you can watch it on on uh, the uh, TV with our commentary. Yeah, holy shit, F one. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah, if anybody is listening and uh. Has some has some has your fingers and toes dipped in? That'll be that'll be great, man. Yeah, yeah. Happy happy to to see how we can be part of that. Yeah, but, man. Uh, yeah, lah. So, um, generally positive news, lah. Positive. Generally news. positive news. As is our second topic of the day. <sighs> also. Generally positive news. I don't understand why you are so so against it, but it's okay, a, what's it's the topic, a, Terrence? What, it's a very topic? touchy topic, as you mentioned. Uh, don't trivialize a, a very touching video that was released recently mm. uh, but yeah it's about Mr. D. Kosh dropping a mm. nine minute video uh, sort of uh, explaining himself and what has been going on the last two years of his mm. life uh. and yeah, I think the yeah. big the big part of it which you will see in the headlines is that D. Kosh says he's not a pedophile and mm. uh, yeah so uh, we were talking, we were debating whether we should talk about this, uh, but you were very against wanting to, having to talk about this. Uh, you want to just yeah. explain why? Uh? I mean, because I feel um, there are investigations going on, yes, in the formal courts, and uh, I watched the video and I am confused about like the the, the his approach. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason why I thought it's worth talking about it is because, first of all, you seem so eager, <laughs> so I want to understand. But mm. also because the comment section on the YouTube video itself has kind of been quite interesting and in a way that I'm still trying to wrap my head around. Mm. Um, we can't deny that people are talking about it. Yesterday, mm. it was number one on YouTube trending. Today, it's yeah. dropped down to number two, but overnight, it's got like 1,500 comments and mm. right now, it's up to almost 200,000 views. Um, and I'm sure some people listening are thinking, why are we talking about influencers again? Mm. Uh, but but I mean, we're not going to talk, we're, we're just going to talk more about everything around it and how people are reacting, lah, right? Correct, correct. Uh, and, and yeah, that's why I thought like we had to talk about it regardless. Lah. Regardless mm. of of, uh, of uh, whether it's influencer or not, it's just that everyone's talking about it. Lah. And everyone yeah. has, uh, I mean, there are, there are slightly different opinions about it as well. So yeah. it's, so, it's something worth discussing. Yeah. So I mean, if if you haven't been keeping track or you intentionally have like not wanted to care about it, I'll just like the context is there's a there's a YouTuber, former radio DJ Dikosh, fairly popular in Singapore. Um, last August he was given seven charges, uh, which include communicating with a minor for the purpose of obtaining sexual services, sexually exploit- exploiting a young person, making an obscene film, and possessing an obscene film. Mm. Um. So seven charges. I think now it's it's dropped down to four main charges. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, it, these alleged offenses involve at least four boys aged with between 15 and 17 years. Uh, there were some attempts to offer money 
in exchange for sexual services. Um, and it was mainly around uh, with, with boys aged between 15 and 17. Mm. So, that is the context. Um, yeah. He's been kind of silent on social media aside from a post last August where he apologized and admitted that, okay, there's some truth to the allegations. Mm. And then, I think two days ago, he posted something on Instagram saying, I'm finally ready to talk. He shared a story with a countdown to the launch of his video. And he dropped the video. Mm. We both watched the video. And yeah. So so that's the context. Yeah. Uh, but but what made you so so keen to talk about it? Aside from the fact that everyone else is talking about it. I mean, um, he tries to... I think Dikosh is basically... Uh, can be quite a polarizing figure, lah, right? Yes. Uh, I think he's got a lot of fans who appreciate his humor. Uh, or even just like they were there from day one. He was one of the OG YouTubers alongside Noah Yap and everything in Singapore mm. who were making vlogs and everything. So, I mean, I think people have watched him grow up and grow older as well. You know, from being a mm. teenager into, you know, like uh, very popular figures uh, in the Singapore media scene. Uh, but he also uh, was known for roasting uh, other public figures as well, like, right? Uh, with mm. his with his top ten idiots uh, every year, basically like calling people out for, uh, especially public figures like for doing silly things on social media or, or in life like in general, um, yeah, and and judging basically, you know, passing judgment on them for for a lot of the silly decisions that they've made like. So mm. the I think also the internet also noted the irony that of him, you know, this happening to him and him basically doing one of those top top ten idiots kind of behaviors la, uh, in mm. twenty in twenty twenty right? And yeah. uh yeah, two years later, uh, you know, like the Night Owl Cinematics, the company he used to work with a lot, is no longer the same company. Uh yeah. It has gone through its own drama and everything. And yeah, finally he's also come forward to try and clarify uh, everything lah. Uh, try to clarify meaning set a context for what happened lah, right I don't think mm. he, he, he he means to absolve himself of all all the charges or the blame or basically in what he's done but he uh, it seems like he's going to get charged and going to be found guilty and going to serve the time so if that's the case like people have been asking what what so what's going on in his mind and why did he do it and everything lah and he's mm. he's trying to answer the questions here lah. So yeah. there there are several I think there are several uh so called facts that he's laid out uh from on from his side of the story lah, right? Yeah. And yeah. uh yeah, I mean we can go through bit by bit. Or is there is there more that you wanted to add to the context of this or so? Um I mean not so much I wanted to add. It's just when I watched the video I was like I, it's it's almost like an apology slash clarification video, mm. um, and I just thought, okay, there's a bit of like uh, how you say, uh, mm. uh, I wouldn't say not accepting responsibility because mm. he did. Mm. Um, I just felt like it, it kind of downplayed the offenses a little too much for me, mm. la, to the point mm. where. People on the comments were saying stuff like, you know, I love you, D. You know, it takes a man to admit your mistakes and it's, it's showing, showing showing such strength 
uh, you're so much stronger than people who m- make mistakes and don't own up but mm. you, we support you always you know I'm like uh, yo like uh, okay just because you admit to a mistake doesn't mean that you are fully how you say uh, uh, what, what's the word uh, like like free of the the responsive the actions that you did la, mm. um that you took so that was what I, I think the biggest the most surprising thing for me like fuck yeah the YouTube comments so much support mm. like I get how okay he, people do fuck up people do do stupid things they go to jail and whatnot and when they come out they can be different people la, right mm. but now at this point from just a YouTube video, every like so many people are like, oh, you know, I've always loved you, D. Uh, I don't care what you do in your personal life. To me, you're still a great content creator. I'm like, um, it's a bit early for for that, lah. That that's what I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, but then okay, if I really put my personal biases aside, aside because I've I've not been a fan of his content or his approach to most things. Um, he did point out certain things that I found a bit surprising about clarifying certain facts, lah. Mm. Yeah, so, so I mean, okay, so so basically, even the article that I read, uh, the the excerpt from just now, right, where they said, okay, his alleged offenses involve at least four boys aged between fifteen and seventeen years. Mm. He's accused of offering up to two thousand to a sixteen-year-old boy in February in exchange for allowing him to perform a sex act. He allegedly attempted to. Pro- procure an indecent act from a 15-year-old boy asking the boy to perform sexual acts, offer two 17-year-old boys money in exchange for oral sex from the teens. So what Dikosh clarified in the video is that these were done through an app where mm. the assumption is that, okay, to be on the app, you have to be above 18, but the turns out the people were not uh, above 18. La. So from reading the articles, it almost feels like, okay, it was done, I don't know, over text messages or in person or something. Mm. But he clarified that they were done all through the app line. They never even met in person. Yeah. Yeah. So when he pointed that out, I'm like, oh, uh, okay, that that really wasn't covered in the media. Mm, 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 mm. Correct, correct. But did you did you did you also feel that? Um Yeah, I I, I think given that he hasn't actually you know i mean he's going to plead guilty but he hasn't actually um you know done the time so to speak or been yeah. punished or we don't even know what his punishment is like if any like right yeah um that this video kind of shows a bit of a uh you know a lack of uh of contrition i mean just just not, not feeling like almost like yeah like trying to explain away what happened like right as opposed to yeah. really like taking responsibility, serving the time for it, and then after that, then giving your, your side of the story, like, right? This is like, yeah. oh, okay, now that the law has in, already decided, then now it's, now it's the court of public opinion that I need to address. Which, um, yeah, I mean, I, like, like starting by saying, oh, I'm not a pedophile and everything. Uh, and, and saying that, oh, because I took this test and, and, and the test says that I'm not a pedophile, means I'm not a pedophile and, and things like that, like, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, definitely. There's a very this is very clear and present attempt to to absolve himself of, of a lot of the responsibility and the and the and the consequences of his actions also lah. Right. Mm. You know, uh, whether yeah. or not someone was harmed or, or what, I think is secondary. I think the 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 fact that there was an attempt to do so already, you you can read into the intent already. Lah. That means if he didn't get caught, he probably would have gone forward with it lah. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. I think that's the big thing that, um, like, he did say that he never had sex with them, there was no touching, never meet. These mm. charges are all just for attempts. Yeah. And the way he said it almost feel like, yeah, it's it's not as bad as me actually meeting them and having sex. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. the whole point is we need to prevent these things from happening. That's why even attempts or so we you know, we, we just have to assume that, that the worst could 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 have happened, right? Yeah. yeah. And and I mean, the thing about, okay, like the, the, the point about how it happened over the app and okay, there is an assumption that the people are supposed to be over 18, but I also feel like it's not that easy to wipe yourself off that because if someone is 18, because he pointed out that in Singapore, apparently the legal age for sex uh, is 16, but when there's money involved, it's 18. Yeah. So for the 17-year-olds that he, were talking, he was talking to, he wasn't aware that the moment there's a commercial transaction, um, it's against the law lah. But to me, I'm like, yo, like the, the fact is that you're still paying, in your mind, paying a 17-year-old is okay for sex? Yeah, then, yeah. So, I mean, he, he does clarify one thing like that if you are having consensual sex with uh, someone above 16, it's okay. Uh, but it, the, the moment it's against the law is when you are using money as an incentive for yeah, someone between 16 and 18 to have sex with you lah. Yeah, and yeah. I think the you take aside the point of what their their age is. Uh, the, the 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 truth is that someone between sixteen and eighteen, um, is still very gullible. Uh. I think this everyone can has gone through that. Who has gone through that know that between sixteen and eighteen, you're still not, you know, a lot. You don't have your full independence a lot of times from from home from family. You don't understand a lot of the consequences of your actions yet, lah. Right. So yeah. when someone much older, you know, Dikosh is now 33, but imagine someone like 50 years old is trying to talk to a 16-year-old person to to have uh, sex with him or her, right? It yeah. just feels morally something is wrong because the 50-year-old definitely in terms of, you know, money, power, status or what, has, has some sway, will have some sway over what a 16 to 18-year-old person thinks, right? And so just it's just morally you you know in your heart it's, it just feels something just feels wrong about it like so so you can go into the legal and technical definitions of what a pedophile is or, or what an attempted you know attempt to solicit uh, sex versus an actual act of sex itself is but it's just that age disparity that I think uh, we need to remind everyone like, that this was a legit attempt to 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 get sex and and, and pay for it like, right. Uh, legit, yeah. legit in the sense that it, it would have gone through if he didn't get caught, lah. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, like, as someone who's digitally savvy, to use the excuse that okay, just because it said eighteen on the app, I assume it's eighteen. I'm like, ah, mm. uh, really? Yeah. So, so that's why I guess that's the feeling I got from watching the video, lah. It was like, okay, oh, shit, I man. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I got. I didn't know. Yeah, I, didn't I know. people make mistakes. Like, there's one thing that fucking so many people are saying in the comments, like his supporters. Everyone makes mistakes, you know. But D, you should emerge stronger. I'm like, yo, he hasn't even like served the penalty yet, and I think yeah. that's way too easy on him, lah. Yeah, yeah. And that's not even taking into account that he has publicly called out people for for who have been accused of uh, sexual harassment or sexual abuse, and yeah. and and said he has been abused himself when he was young. Mm. So it just when I watched it, I'm like. What the fuck? It's it's. I, you want to clarify the points? Okay, that's fine. But yeah, like what you said, just because you take a test doesn't mean like what 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 is that? Like the okay, 
you're even if you're not a pedophile, a test just feels like an easy attempt to just say, okay, I am certified not a pedophile. Yeah, and and it's more about about just uh yeah like being being a manipulative adult taking advantage of of young children la. you know yeah whether or not yeah. you're a pedophile I think I think yeah like it's I even within the medical field I don't think it's that easily that easily uh diagnosed diagnosed like. or even accepted like what exactly constitutes pedo a pedophile la, right. Yeah. Like, like I think we've had we've talked about it where, where if someone just has thoughts of it but doesn't act on it, does it mean he's not a pedophile, right? You know, mm-hmm. there's this uh Correct. there's there's literally a whole group of people who who identify as as they they know that they are sexually attracted to children, but they they do things to 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 make sure that they don't actually physically act on it. Uh I I think it's there's a term for it. I can't remember what it's called. Already. We spoke about it in our very, very first podcast with 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 yeah. Fuck Fuzz and all. Ep- yeah, yeah, correct. They're correct, called correct, uh, yeah. virtuous, virtuous, virtuous. So they call virtuous pedophiles. Virpets, Virpets, correct, correct. So does that mean they are not pedophiles? You know. Um. So that's that's the thing that I think uh people need to realize like that that you can't let the person who already firstly he I think initially he was lying about 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 whether whether he did anything or not right you know mm. the, the very initial stages of when he got accused of all this uh yeah you can't let so so easily let them control the narrative of whether or not they are you know uh did something wrong right whether yeah, or not yeah, exactly. pedophile and things like that because i think yeah like, there are a lot of gray areas in terms of you know did he or did he not was he a pedophile and oh yeah like it was just an attempt it wasn't an actual thing but these are these are the ones that he got caught for, but are there others that he didn't get caught didn't, didn't get caught for la, Right, other people who couldn't come forward and all that. And yeah. uh, my my fear is yeah la, that when you see when when people see that uh, oh it's so easy for for someone to get away with, with just by by you know fudging the the definitions of what a pedophile is and all that la, Right, then then yeah. it. it uh, firstly, it makes it kind of makes light of what the victim of uh, the, the the victims or the of went through, and also it, it makes makes it seem like oh, there's a valid valid PR angle that I can take like, The next time I I I make mistakes like that like, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's less for me, and I assume for you, is it's less about the cautious and individual because yeah. yeah, I mean it's just yeah like, I I I he's he's done. Uh, what he did and he's going to serve time and whatnot. But how people are reacting is what I find fucking worrying like, because mm. it's a it's a well shot video. He's well lit. Yeah. It's color corrected. So yeah. it's almost like the production quality is good. Like, and yeah. he is an articulate and an eloquent guy. He throws in a joke at the end. But mm. the way people like the comments are reacting I, I mean I don't want to speculate that the, the negative comments are being deleted because you still see it but I appreciate people who point out they're like yo guys like um Everything he's saying that he, he, I don't think it warrants the support. Mm. Uh, at this point, like I do mm. feel people can be reformed. Uh, even when they commit something horrible, they serve time, they prove or they gain back the trust. But it can't be like just through a nine-minute fucking video. Yeah, yeah. It takes time to gain back trust, and the way I'm seeing people react, I mean, maybe they are his long-term fans, maybe they are younger. I don't know, but it's not that easy, man. You can't just do something like this, make a nine-minute video, and expect the world to fucking love you again. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's not expecting the world to love him again. Yeah, but, so it's uh, not about him. It's more the way other people are reacting. Yeah, and, and, and sort of just like, 
uh, yeah, just just basically having the last say on what the the thing is versus versus what the facts are, right? The facts on the matter are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so uh, I look at it, I'm like, Ugh! yeah. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. So you know, he he just maintains the facts. He did not have sex with anyone below the age of sixteen. Uh, you know, he he claims that he said no grooming was involved. But but that that, that was the thing. See, no grooming was involved. the the point is that. Whether or not you end up having sex, the act of offering the money or that, that is all part of the grooming process, right? Mm. Especially a 16-year-old person who doesn't know better or 17-year-old, whatever, doesn't know better. No minors performed any sexual favors for him, according to him. He has never met, seen or touched these people. Yeah, these people who came forward to the police or, or, or you know, gave evidence to police. No molestation yeah. occurred at all yeah, to, to this, this group of people. But again, you know, it's that's all we know. We only know these four cases, but are they more lah, you know? That, that was the thing lah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so I just watched it, I'm like, oh, it's, it's like a reflection of like, I don't know, the people's perceptions or like, the the general, and like 1,500 comments is not a small mm. number, yeah. not a small pool to, to, and like, yeah, if you people listening, you might not want to watch the video, but I think, reading the comments just gives you some peek into like, oh shit, are these what people are really thinking? Are there a lot of people that think that way which I'm like, what? Yeah. Then yeah. doesn't feel like people are being objective anymore. Lah. Yeah. And and it's very easy. That was the it's very easy to say media media is distorting the picture of me and everything, lah, right? But then you were <laughs> I, I thought distorted. I thought this case was a bit more of a like uh it's very hard to for the media to do to, to create fake news about it. Like they just reading out whatever your charges are as well, right? And but but apparently there's another layer that, that you know people can 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 you know uh, add on to this and say that that's all like fake news and all yeah. yeah so you watch it you're like ah and then when you suggested it I was like really but then yeah I think there's some to. important things to take away yeah, yeah important things to take away. Yeah and like you like I said we we are not saying that you know he, he cannot be reformed and everything but I, I wish this video maybe came out after he did his time or after his sentence or something. Just mm. so we, we, you know, then then it's a bit of a... I mean, like, if your case is still being tried and everything, right? If yeah. you're already trying so hard to change public opinion about about what happened, to, what, what you did or what, it, it just reeks of, like, a lack of contrition uh, to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like. Exactly. So... So yeah, it just feels like mm, ah, oh well. you watch it, you're like, oh well. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Yeah. Hide hide your hide your kids, uh. Hide your kids. Keep them away from from, from the dating apps. Uh. In case someone else yeah. makes makes mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's 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 the one worrying part that was never uh pardon the pun but touched on uh. Like yeah. um the fact that uh yeah, there needs to be more safeguards in place for these apps, I guess. Yeah. That's right. Like, wow. Chala, chala. But okay. Yeah. Moving on to happier things. Moving yes. Happier yeah. things. Do you Correct. think, uh, is there a one shook comment or anything that you've seen on our Yellow uh, subreddit or any of our Instagram posts or anything recently? Uh, yes. Uh, I I don't believe that it was a previous uh, one shook comment. It's a comment by Beef Gaulash. Mm. Um, for eight days ago on our episode 252 mm. we had about President Halima calling out employers for penalizing workers taking COVID leave and 
The second topic then was Singapore crowned most Instagrammable place in the world. Uh. Yeah. And he is he or she is a Singaporean who has lived overseas for about seven years and they think Singapore is all sorts of amazing and beautiful. But they also pointed out that they never used to think that way when they live back home. Like. It's just spending so much time outside has really made them uh, appreciate Singapore. Like. And I think that is a, is a valid point. Like. I think, uh, I can't remember if we touched on it on that episode, but I just thought, actually, yeah, like, like everything we are living now, especially for the past two years, is very insular. Like We're just like, oh, yeah, we spent so much time in Singapore. It's the most Instagrammable, man. But if you're mm, outside mm. looking in, yeah, there's probably a very different perspective. La. And and I, th- I guess that's where playing into the first topic of the world looking at Singapore, that's where F1 kind of really like like brings Singapore up in terms of perception. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so I thought that was uh, interesting, yeah. uh, a, a, a thoughtful post. La. And especially hearing from people abroad, mm. uh, that's always nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. What is uh, your, what's what's your comment, one show comment? Yeah, I just got posted three hours ago. It was on mm. our previous podcast about the the fact that unvaccinated are allowed to worship in groups of five. So, a uh, post from Majestic Economist 6. Hi guys, I'm a pastor of a church about 400 members and I love your show. I discovered last year I've been listening religiously ever since. I'm yeah, they're a nice, nice pun there, religiously. <laughs> but uh, mm. yeah, so is a pastor who, who, who is coming forward to explain to us about the five-person rule and clarifying oh. a lot of the doubts that we had. And I'm very, ah. very super happy because, I mean, it seems like he totally knows what, or he or she knows what they're talking about. And, uh, and, and, and you know, they say that they're thankful that, that I pointed out that uh, the government is not necessarily biased towards Christians. Uh, and it applies for, for everybody. Uh, so, uh, you know, we, 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 I think when we discussed it, we talked about what people were saying on Reddit and we pointed out that, yeah, it might not be, I think that bias might not be warranted. Uh, because... Um, mm. And and he lists out like uh, eight points about the, the the safe management guidelines and very very clear. It's super clear now. It's super clear to me now what is going on already. And uh, I think the last point is he says that yeah, uh, his own church is not taking up that that concession to to allow five unvaccinated people to gather because it's just too it's just too troublesome and and to to manage. No? So mm. it kind of tells you that yeah, even with this so called concession, is it really really a concession? Uh? And and for for you know for for people to start calling out religion, saying that they got they got special concessions is, you know, it's it's uh, might be a bit of a stretch, huh? yeah. Oh, that's mm. cool because yeah, that that's exactly kind of something we hinted at, right? Just because two churches appeal doesn't yeah. mean that every church is appealing. Like. Exactly, exactly. And and there are five is like really like uh, is like what's the point, uh, right? You know, so is it really yeah. a concession or is it just? Uh, yeah, like it's it's a compromise, but it's really like I mean, like uh, it's not it's not going to move the needle, uh, right? Ah, uh, yeah. wow, that's powers, yeah. No, no, I, I I'm what amazed a... that yeah, like, I'm very very glad that a pastor also uh, is listening to our podcast and 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 you know, and that we that we, that our discussions are uh, also give them a, a different perspective on things as well, uh. or at least let let them see what what people are hear I hear what people are saying and talking about it as well, uh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Cool. Thank you. Wow, yeah, not cool, bad. Cool. Huh? We got we got a wide range of people, uh, even pastors as well. Now we yeah, know pastors right. are listening. We're not anyhow say anything. Uh, Harish, later you, later you, 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 you lose your spot in heaven. Uh, you know. 
Uh, I mean, then I will gain it back somehow, oh, some, okay, some, okay. somehow else. Uh. Yeah, cannot, cannot self censor. Yeah. Cannot self censor with the possibility of a spot in heaven. Terence, correct, come on, correct, Terence. Correct. Yes, yes. Content first, heaven second. Yeah, content first. Right. Yes. <laughs> and like the 50 years as we are burning in hell, we're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I see, I see, I'll just... say you sabo me. Uh, you, oh, no. <laughs> They'll just play that excerpt, uh, yeah. content first, heaven second, for eternity, and that'll be our punishment in hell. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll be next to me. <laughs> exactly. Suffering for all the times that you needed. Suffering, you like had to use the effort idiot. when you didn't need to use you it. You had to, yeah, you had to. <laughs> you had to, because it makes you edgy. It makes you yeah, it makes you cool. Like, it makes I'm me like, different. Come on, dude. <laughs> it makes me different, yeah, okay, Terrence. Exactly. It makes me different. Edgy. Oh, power, power. Powerful. Uh yeah, so thanks, thanks for those posts. Yeah. And so what is right. your one shook thing? Uh my one shook thing is uh is a Instagram account slash Facebook page that we have been talking about separately for the past few weeks. Um uh, but just wanted to share it with our audience as well because I think it's a super cool idea. Mm. It's called screen played. Mm. So you know, like you have screen play, you have screen played with an ED behind. And it's this um account where they basically do like they show side by side uh, what an actual scene looks like on as a script uh, mm. written out versus the actual scene from that movie like, and they and they do it for famous movies like Quiet Place Martian and I think it is a very interesting thing not just because we are in media but like I, before I enter media I always thought okay make movie okay like, you know they like there's a script but there's also a lot of other it's a visual process when you write a story but I think it's also cool for people to understand that it always starts with words on a page. Mm-hmm. And that's why seeing it, how it comes out in a movie is is can be fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also cool because the people who started this um, are the Kinane brothers. Mm. Have you heard of them? Uh, no, not, not specifically. They are, the, they, they are eight brothers. Like lit- wow. literally eight brothers who started a production house and they were the ones behind the Kevin James uh, YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. The ones with, yeah. where they, they insert Kevin James into all these famous movie scenes, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, so when I, I read them, like, you know, you talk about working with your brother or a sibling on a business or your partner. Eight brothers started mm. their own production house and now they, they do cool cool shit. Lah. So, and this screenplate is just something that they did as a side thing but yeah the Instagram account has a million followers the Facebook page has a million so I thought it's just it's just a super cool thing oh nice 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 super cool yeah wow and, uh, it just happens yeah. uh, one should yeah. think is also about a family of uh, of of people but it's ah. actually uh, the the latest bingeable uh, Netflix reality series that I've been I've been watching lah uh, mm. It's called the Paris. Uh, it's called L'Agence, but actually the English translation is a bit confusing. It's called the Parisian Agency, and uh, mm. it's about a family of real estate agents who, who basically they are they the entire family like of uh, I think four brothers, uh, I mean two parents and a grandmother and all. They are all real estate agents living in Paris, and they because their job brings them around Europe to very exclusive, very luxurious properties that they're trying to sell uh, to, to very rich people oh. across Europe. And uh, I, I think what's interesting for me is that, um, you know, when we hear property agent in Singapore, you always got this image of like, of, uh, you know, someone with a land yard and like trying to, you know, trying to trying to sell you property or, or approaching you at, a, at the shopping mall and things like that. 
Um, yeah. Whereas these are like, I mean, they they deal with very high end luxury properties like castles in Europe and things like that. And so, uh, yeah, how 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 does a castle get sold? You know, it's a that, that's one aspect of it that, that makes it very interesting. Uh, and the other aspect is that it, it's they all work as a family, lah. So when you think about a family business and and all, I think a lot of the the typical quarrels and and the 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 sort of disagreements that they have as a family also come to light in this series, lah. And uh, oh, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all sorts of funny things are like like they're trying to trying to get their their grandmother on on Tinder and stuff like that. All this kind of thing comes up in the in the show as well, lah. Uh, oh, alongside, shit. alongside, you know, like crazy properties that like castles and and medieval houses and things like that, lor, So Europe. you moved on from like like trashy dating, uh, reality mm, TV shows to family. Them. Correct, correct. Family. Yes, yes, yeah. Family, family reality TV that has to do with property kind of, and all that as well. <laughs> kind of mir- mirrors your life, lah. Now that you're a family man, you know, like you got a son, you got a son. Yeah. Now you watch family reality TV shows. Whereas I'm not married yet. Yeah. Um, still you know, watching still... Singles Inferno, right? <laughs> Obsessed with it, right? Yeah. Hey, I watch it with my fiance. Okay, it's not say I yeah, watch yeah. it in the corner of my house with my fiance sleeping or in something. Your, in your, in your underwear, just fantasizing. <laughs> Sitting there in the I corner. I turn up the heat, uh. I, I, I like not say turn up the heat. I sit next to the oven or something, so then, I'm sweating as well. Uh. Then you go to the aircon room when when, when they move to the <laughs> hotel, right? Like when they go to paradise, yeah, then yeah, I yeah, go yeah, into yeah. aircon room. Exactly. Then they go back to Inferno Island. I go next to the oven. Yeah, yeah. No la, no la. Oh, yeah, no. The, it's, oh, it's cool. The, the, you're right. It is. Tr- uh, it's still trashy la, As in, it's not. It's reality TV. So uh, it's mm. the kind of thing that you can watch while like doing other stuff, like you know, eating dinner or whatever la. Yeah. Mm 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 mm. I see. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. All so right. Cool, cool, cool. Episode. Yeah. Uh, so our next All episode right. is going actually going to be uh it's it's going to be a uh, uh, the an interview uh, and it'll come out uh, yeah. over the weekend. Yeah. An interview with one of the stars of our Tamil sci-fi comedy series. Yeah, James Kumar. Super, super cool dude. So uh, James yeah. Kumar. Look forward to that, man. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>